Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The only time I made it into the papers as a, a barrister was when I was representing a man who I won't name. He became quite famous for an attack he made on a Monet painting, which was in Dublin. But I represented him when he uh, attacked a couple of other paintings. I should say, the only reason I was in the paper was I was representing him at a bail hearing in the district court. And he called the judge a tramp. Um, and so that was why sort of said, his barrister, Mr. Hugh O'Connor, <laughs> then asked the judge to reconsider <laughs> granting him bail. What was the motive, Hugh? Did he do it for the money or was it? Uh, no, he just thought he did it for the gas of it <laughs> ah says says Anne O'Connor as people call me people do that's my nickname Anne O'Connor was, was anybody Hurst Hurst just one man eh load of pollocks did you um did you go again <laughs> that's good that's good oh should they nearly started a war all the way down the prison oh sure we can't we can't uh dilly dolly <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god guys i i why, why can't we monetize this Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined as always by my co-host Will, who's angry. Hi, Will. I'm, oh, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Am I angry? Why am I angry? I'm angry at Michael. You're angry at Michael, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how much would be left in, as the actress said to the bishop. <laughs> I uh because Michael Michael we've been doing this podcast for maybe two years is it Hugh? No, nearly nearly three years, isn't it? Two and a half years, yeah. And as the people listening to it, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for rating at five stars and listening listening to our back catalogue. 
Ooh. Thank you for listening. But um, sorry for all the bad audio quality. But that's not our fault. It's Michael's. I think I'll be sounding crisp, crisp as a crisp as a whiskey. I didn't know what phrase I was going into, and then I think I coined one there, Hugh. Yeah. I was going to say crisp as a whistle, but that's not that's not right. That's um, uh, fresh as a whistle. No, what is it? Um, clean as a whistle. Clean. How clean are your whistles? And I'm not. That's not an innuendo. Well, actually, do you know the one whistle I have? I don't know how clean it is because I lent it to another man and he used it for quite a while. And now <laughs> he's so given it back to me. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like the start of one of Aesop's fables. <laughs> it does, or a, or a, or a flow rider song. Oh, hello, hello, Hugh. <laughs> I didn't realise you were familiar with the works of Mister Flow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where did you pull that one out oh. from? Ryder Esquire. Well, that's his song that I know, which is... Shorty got low, 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 low. You can blow my whistle, baby, whistle, baby. Oh. Da, da, da. Remember that one? And they're all like, ooh. We playing this everywhere, are we? It's yeah, just out in public. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think whistle means in that context? I presume it was very much like when the situation in my life, when this man, Peter, who teaches PE, came to me and said... Hugh, do you have a whistle? And I uh, said, here, yeah, you can blow that whistle. Yeah. And then Flo Rider was actually in the bushes and went, man, that's a great idea for a song. Yeah. And went off and made it. Does Peter teach P and R E and T? Because those are all in his name. That's a good point. I would, this reminds me of today. We're, we're doing a spelling bee in the school soon, or we're, we're, we're you know, going to. That we're going to do a school spelling bee and then the winner gets to go into like a, you know, the, the Leinster the spelling, spelling bee a. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. One of the girls, you know, she started spelling the word. We did a practice one in the class and she said, um, and I said, okay, but look, I'm just going to tell you right now. The problem is <laughs> the way you have hesitated is a letter. So can we try and avoid that? And she was like, oh, and I was like, okay, right, again, again, there's an issue here. And I was like, and I was like, if you now say, K, 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 that's fine. So yeah, I was like, there's there's so many, you know? <laughs> and then she fell asleep oh, and was all like, or mm. you, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, it's like, th- there's a two Ronnie sketch where they, they learn, I think, I think they're learning Scandinavian, learn, they're learning Swedish using just letters. And mm. it's like, F-U-N-E-M, S-E-F-M, <laughs> ah, F-U-N-E-X, S-E-F-X. It's very funny. It's very clever stuff. What's the weather like, Will? Because my it toes is. are cold. Your toes are cold? I got new runners at the weekend. Trainers oh, for people in England. They, uh, you don't call them runners, do you? No, we call them trainers and people are like, whoa, what a difference. Not that big a difference, yeah. really, is it? I yeah. suppose I just didn't want you to think that, yeah, I'd, I'd bought two people who ran at the weekend, <laughs> you know, because we're, we're anti that kind of thing. But no, they. I guess the Instead mesh of the trainers. runner, yeah, the mesh of the runner is obviously more aerated than what I was used to because then I was cycling in at, at seven o'clock in the morning and gotta tell you that wind cut through my shoes and socks and toes oh my god let me tell you Hugh I, I mean it's it's not gonna make the edit but my meshy puma trainers as soon as as soon as the weather forecast says it might rain they get wet it's, a, it's an absolute nightmare they look mm. cool but at what cost you that's know that's it yeah well 100 euro <laughs> that's what my runners cost yeah it was on a voucher though oh what were they were 
what were they reduced from? Because I'd usually hit around the seventy pound mark. Yeah, I was hoping for that. They were reduced from one hundred and thirty, but I'd sort of got myself into the position where I was I was decided I was gonna spend this voucher on runners of some kind, and hmm. I thought, yeah, maybe get to sixty, seventy, but then uh, they didn't have much in my size, and these ones they are quite cool. So there you go. Mm. And I very rarely buy clothes of any kind for myself. So yeah, do you mo- you mostly get them for free? It's more will it's more will that I just. I wear clothes to death, you know. Like I don't. I just. I just wear them and wear them and wear them. You know. What do What do you think you'll be wearing when you? Die? But I think that's a good way to be. Like I think that's more sustainable, right? You know. Yeah, I think it is. What do I think I'll be wearing when I die? Like probably exactly what I'm wearing now: a red yeah. pair, a pair of red tracksuit bottoms that are my brother's, but I just have gradually taken them. Um, yeah. <laughs> A t-shirt that, yep, free t-shirt from a charity. I'm also wearing a long sleeve t-shirt over this that I think I got when I was about 17. I'm 36. And then (laughs) a hoodie. Either the one I'm wearing now, which uh, I bought in a shop in Hawaii that was shortly afterward destroyed by fire. Or a hoodie that, again, I've I've taken from my brother. What happens is I tend to borrow things from my brothers and then never give them back. (laughs) It's a good policy. If I had brothers, they'd be naked all the time. (laughs) That'd be unrelated, I suppose. Yeah. Is that? Did you say that much to your parents when you were a child? Yeah. Get, I said, get me a naked brother, please, mummy and daddy. Yeah. Mummy and daddy, I want a naked little brother. Thank you. Mm, uh, even the improv I didn't like, actually. No. Speaking of, of little brothers, well, you've got a little brother. And Michael, well, Michael is just a little, little, little man. He's not a little brother. Michael's his own little brother, I suppose. In a way. In a way, yeah. Hi, guys. Absolutely. And my own big brother, in a more sinister <laughs> fashion. <laughs> I'd say, do you do you watch back the tapes every night, Michael? Like, do you do you go yeah. in every night and watch the rushes? You know, yeah, you're like, I shouldn't have done this that. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do. Surve- Self surveillance. <laughs> yeah, Michael, could could you have a conversation between you, your older brother, and your younger brother for us? Let's go for a chat. <laughs> like maybe maybe the maybe you have been caught playing with matches. They're probably oh. all called Michael, though, are they? Yeah, oh yeah, they're all no, called Michael. Mick, right? Mike, and Michael. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. sorry, Mick, Mike, and Michael. Or Mick, Mickey, and Michael. Yeah, there you and go. I've been caught. Mickey is the little brother. Mick is the big brother. Michael is you. Yeah. Michael's been caught playing at matches. No, so. you've been caught watching your other brothers on the CCTV cameras you've put in. <laughs> playing with. And matches. they were playing with matches. Playing with matches. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. Okay. And action. Guys, I've uh, been reviewing today's tapes, and I see we've been at the matches again. I thought we had some. Hey, work. what's the problem? I don't see. Uh, Did you want me to play one of them? I, I didn't, but this is fantastic. Yeah, thank you very much, big brother. I thought I thought your big brother could be like kind of Tony Soprano. I, I hear that. I'm getting I'm getting a lot yeah. of that from the impression that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then my little brother on. Yeah, what would he sound like? Uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I think you'll find the uh, the the so... uh, the. It's not so much playing with matches as it is uh, conducting okay. pyrotechnic so, experiments. It's a classic, classic Poindexter. So, so what you're, what you've done here is, I'm right in the middle of those two characters. Is that what you mean? That I am the neutral yeah. point between uh, classic <laughs> Tony uh, textbook, yeah. uh, almost bullying esque Poindexter impression, and then uh, Tony Soprano. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. No one asked me to do no. this, but no, <laughs> right. we thought we were going to get three voices from Michael. No. Yeah, but you know what those three voices no, would be. No, I know. Hey, yeah. Hey, and 
hey like Michael how loud can you scream I know you've got kids asleep in the house there but like you could you could scream and oh, scream the walls like, of his on. office are definitely soundproof it wouldn't surprise me if Michael paid someone like a grand a week to go and just scream in a padded room for like 10 minutes that would well, be quite why? liberating, wouldn't it? Though, like really. Oh, sorry. Style, like I thought you meant you screen. paid somebody else to do the screaming. Oh, no. no in fact, I, I believe that <laughs> he would watches. think that he needs to go and do the screaming but doesn't have time, so probably would actually pay someone else to get the screaming done for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be quite liberating, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I do actually have a belief that uh, everyone should be able to do like some sort of acting because like <laughs> being able to stand on stage and like express yourself in a way that you never, ever would is a very liberating experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Like pretend to do some shouting and explore those emotions in a safe way. Like I think it's something you, that You know, can't. therapy exists, though, right? No, I don't think therapy yeah. is the right thing for me. I think probably my therapy yeah. is uh, acting, actually. Do you know what? I think I, it's such a red flag for when someone says this, something is my therapy yeah, yeah. gardening is my therapy singing is why my is therapy why is that a red flag because therapy, like, no, therapy is, therapy. is therapy you know <laughs> yeah what you mean is I like doing those things yeah, yeah I suppose yeah, no one ever yeah. says Cause... therapy is my gardening you know so uh, <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah that's true yeah exactly that is true and 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 it's also such a short hop skip and jump from like oh no intravenous drug use is my therapy <laughs> yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean yeah. it's just yeah. No, no. Let oh. therapy be thy therapy. It's like when people are like, let food be thy medicine. It's like, no, let medicine be thy medicine. Yeah. Good God. Let food be thy th- thy food, yeah. yeah. And music is the food of love. So then you've replaced uh, food with music and, med- yeah, and yeah. medicine with food. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So if music is the food of love, yeah. is food the music of love? No, no, if music is the food of love, play on. Play on, you play know, on. I, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he understands that yeah. part, Tony. He didn't think he was quoting. <laughs> What's his name? Willie Shakes. Oh. Yeah. Well, was it? Is it if music is the food of love? Yes. Music food be, of love. Music yeah. be the food of love. Play, play on. Because I'm because I'm well hungry. Because I'm. <laughs> I didn't know what you were gonna say there, Will. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, the R and the Y of hungry. <laughs> it was very very gratifying that we got there. Actually, it was merciful. It, yeah, yeah. But if music is, but laughter, no, food be thy medicine. Yeah. Music, laughter is the best laughter medicine. Food is, is the, the medicine, medicine. And music is the food of love. So music is the medicine of love? Right? I don't think it's music is the food of love. Is it not music? Anya. It's mu- Anya. It's music be the food. The Count no, no, or no, the no, Duke. No. Is it Orsino? He's sitting Orsino, there. Yeah. He's sitting is there. This the 12th night. Twel- the 12th night. <laughs> yeah. What is it? this the 12th night? It's just 12th night. What's wrong with the twelfth no, night? When you well, the it's sequel, just like saying... she's, she's thinking of the twelfth night rises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like saying the Star Wars. I yeah. think. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen. He's the, sitting I there. Haven't he's sitting there, and he's 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 gloomy because he's in love with a woman who's not interested in him. Or Violet. maybe she is. No, so Viola, Viola. come along. But no, no, he actually falls in love with. Does he fall in love with her dressed as a boy or her brother dressed as a girl? No, he falls in love with her dressed as a boy, doesn't he? Wait, wait, wait. No, that's as you like it. <laughs> no, it's not. As you like it is... Well, sorry. There's multiple plays where people fall in love with people dressed as boys and girls. Uh, as you like it is Rosalind and Ganymede. Rosalind, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So Twelfth Night is a different... Isn't yeah. Twelfth Night with Mike Malvolio? Yes, it is, yeah. No, it's not the Taming of... And no, Viola, Taming of the yeah. Shoe is not Malvolio. No, it's the Taming of the Shoe is Petruchio. The Hermit of the Shrove. 
The Chairman of the Show. The Chairman of the Show. No, that's Timon of Athens. <laughs> the Twelfth Knight. Our Shakespeare knowledge is The Twelfth Knight Rises. Yeah. So a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, on you tell us what it is. He's basically it saying, be. I'm in love, and his musician is playing away to him. And or his, yeah. his minstrels, I suppose, and he says, uh, "Yeah, keep going because I want to feed. I want to feed this love." Yeah, if, if music be the food of love, play on. Mm. Okay, give right. me excess of it. That kind of thing. I think that's what it is. If next. music be the food of love, play on. There you go, Fitz. Yeah, you can do that with give any me excess though. of it. The dum to dum, huh? You can well, do that yeah, with it's anything. Ten syllables, Michael. Go on, do do some iambic pentameter, Michael, off the top of the dome. Go, three, two, one. We shouldn't have been playing with those matches, <laughs> no, guys. Michael, you in the first four <laughs> syllables, you added in two extra syllables. We shouldn't have been playing with, with what? No, arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon. Yeah, you've got to rush <laughs> yeah. through envious there. He yeah, cheats. Shakespeare did. cheats a lot. Well, but... I'm sorry, it's not syllabic though, Hugh. It's about the beat. It's about the, it yeah. is about the beat. The yes, but I mean the syllables have an effect on that yeah the syllables actually are the diphthong of the linguistic system we really have got to a terrible have have an effect on that um no one can say anything sounding remotely (laughs) intellectual because no but you know what he was like he goes into kind of uh, a fact bot (laughs) it's just i don't i don't think i think he was just sharing something interesting It's like to be or not to be. That is the question. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, There's... ooh, whoa, that's so profound. Or he cheats. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. it forces you to hesitate. Well, this oh. isn't the Shakespeare episode, which we have done. Yeah, we pre-B. have done. Go back and yeah. listen to it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was before people were made fun Shakespeare of. Shakespeare was way pre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but before Christ, you might say. Or AD, um... I guess. Ornia didn't make it to these ones. <laughs> Anya didn't be asked. <laughs> ADBA. Now that's a Flo Rida song. <laughs> can you name any other Flo Rida songs? No, other I than the cannot. Whistle one? Can you? No, I cannot. The Twelfth Night. Can you? Um, you must have been very yeah. impressed with me when I came up with uh, that. Uh, Wild Ones. Um, My House. Uh, what else? You got Low. Apple Bottom Jeans. Is that Flo Rida? Yeah. With T-Pain? Apple bottom jeans. What does that mean? Boots low, with the low, fur. The low song. She got the whole club looking at Looking at her. her. She hit the she floor. Hit the flow. Give me some more. Shorty got low, 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 low. low, 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 low. low. She's never heard he, like, Because Michael and I were talking about music earlier, as we are wont to do. Yeah. Mm. I we can't were talking believe about they me- talk all the time. It's so I, We weird. were talking about music from when we were in college. And like, you were there for all of this. You were there for those those long nights in the in the student bar, you know you. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But did you ever get low, Hugh? That's, a, that's opening up Different. a whole can of worms, isn't it? Did you <laughs> did you wear any apple bottom <laughs> jeans or boots with the fur? I don't understand what apple bottom jeans are. Uh, uh, apple bottom. They're actually the jeans that it's you like wear, when, Hugh. When oh, it's the bottom. Goes to yeah, the club. like the ones you. Yeah, it's what not. You think it, I thought it was the end of the jeans, like no, the, like bell no. bottoms. No. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you, I've never thought about it. I just assumed there was a thing called apple bottom jeans. There are, well, there is a brand of apple bottom jeans, but I think that came, I think that 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 followed the song. Mm. That followed the song. I'm doing it now as well. So it's that my bottom will look like an apple. Yes. Well, you know, don't want your bottom to look like an apple. If bottoms be the apples of love, <laughs> dance on. 
you know yeah. what, like, what fruit I think, do i want my bottom to be like like probably like just sort of sort of a uh quite a tight pear not a pear sorry uh, a plum a plum a plum i'd say that's what men want do you know what i mean purple tight plum well no maybe more of like a knobbly apple no we said not an apple how onya it feels like you're not bringing a great deal of expertise to my bottom <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think that's any bad thing. No, it's fair. It's I fair. think apricots, Hugh. Okay. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But we've talked about a lot of things on, on this pod, from books to movies, uh, lifestyle choices to events. But there's still one area where these angels fear to thread: uh, the art world. Which somebody messaged us last week and and, and suggested we do an art episode. So today, oh, should we name uh, and fame him? Uh, oh, I hope it wasn't luscious, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we do keep this in, uh, it's what luscious dick actually says a lot. Um, for the listener, an Instagram account. Did they like some of our stuff? Or did they, they liked share? one of our reels. They yeah, liked yeah. one of our reels. And we thought, oh, that's lovely. A little notification pop on there. Have a look at it. Username luscious dick. <laughs> no yeah. numbers after that you didn't there weren't anyone else there was no one else with that <laughs> no so today with, a, with an overly refined uh, sense of confidence and almost no substantial knowledge we take a look into the eye-popping surreal slightly alien world of modern art grab something to munch on because it's going to be a scream <laughs> i see what huh? you did there oh uh, yeah. oh yeah, that's well very good yeah well done that's yeah. i so, really really liked that one yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about modern art. Now, we'll come back briefly after the quiz to the definition of yeah. modern art. Michael Mike, Michael got a bit point extra about this and uh, was, was swiftly cut down to size. Michael, do you want to go first with the Yeah, sure. Question? I've got a question here because I don't think we're actually going to talk about modern art at all on this episode. I think that will become clear. So first question, uh, the era of modern art is generally considered... Why do you say era like Kermit? The era... <laughs> Europe, yeah. the modern art, yeah. is generally yeah. considered. <laughs> he listens to a lot of Jordan Peterson, so he just got confused. Yeah. The era of modern art is generally considered to have spanned a particular period of time. I'm going to give you three sets of events. One of these sets of events coincides with the start and end of the era of modern art. So which is it? Okay. Oh. Do we understand the I premise? I like this. Well, I'm like looking this, at you. Yeah. Yeah, he, he'll get happy humans. Yeah. We had, what was the one, do you remember, this is like the one when you you talked about, you gave us other dates, you gave us the Sputnik date, you gave us other yeah, things. Yeah, it's I that, love kind of, that kind of jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or uh, or the, the haunting memory of all the counties in Ireland <laughs> that Michael and I had to name, and I, my brain nearly. I think yeah. that's still going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. If, if anyone wants to go listen to that, it's most of the 100th episode. <laughs> Michael, why are you singling me out? You think I'm stupid? I just feel like normally gets to the end of the question, you're like, hang on, wait what <laughs> um, and then and then you'd be like but 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 yeah, 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 yeah. i've got a brand guys yeah. i've got a brand <laughs> uh yeah yeah you're gonna name some stuff that happened over a period of time that yeah. coincides with when art happened modern art yeah. yeah that's it that's it okay so is it from the american civil war to the release of rapper's delight <laughs> is it from the last use of the guillotine in france and the release of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, or as it was then called, Star Wars. Or was it suffrage being expanded in Britain to all women over 21 years old to the emergence of rock and roll? Okay, so the periods I've given you are American Civil War to the release of Rapper's Delight, 
Last Use of the Guillotine in France, the Star Wars, and then Suffrage to British Women Over 21 to the Emergence of Rock and Roll. Which of these... Hugh, Hugh is writing stuff down. He's yeah, writing well, stuff I've down. Yeah, well, I was worried I was going to forget it. So, well, well the last Hugh one knows he's a given... Lot about rappers the, the last one he's given is, is definitely the shortest period, I think. Um, do we know... when? So when did Rappers Delight come out? I, I know the answer to this, roughly. Can I tell them? When Rappers when Delight Rappers came, Delight out. came yeah. out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give us the answer to the whole question, but you can give me years... When did Rapper's Delight come out? Michael sent it to me only today in another music-based discussion. I'm not sure. It's 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 somewhere between 1975 and 1980, but I think it's somewhere in the early 80s. I think it might be like 1981 or something. Okay. Okay. And then what do we think about the last use of the guillotine? That's later than you think. I think it it was last week, so... I think it could be like the 1950s or something crazy. Really? Yeah. I have a feeling it's it's later than you think. So let's well let's say in some sort of nineteen hundreds times. So the the Civil War was was fifties sixties eighteen fifties and sixties. So if you're talking that you're talking eighteen sixties to nineteen eighties. If you're talking the guillotine, mm-hmm. so that Star Wars is nineteen seventy seven. So you're talking three quarters of the nineteen of the twentieth century, and then suffrage was in suffrage nineteen. Was it nineteen nineteen or nineteen twenty? I'm not sure, but it was it was around that period. Mm. And then and then rock and roll is like the sixties? Fifty nine to sixty one, something like that, I would say. Is modern art the is that the modernist movement that came out of the wars? Is that what we're talking about? I don't know. Well, if if modern art be the food of war, therein lies my question. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, let's do an episode of modern art. And then I guess. Well, on. do we want to pick a period that is a hundred and twenty years long, or do we want to pick one of the shorter periods? God, I I mean, I'm thinking about it a lot. Like, there's a way of me deducing this, but I don't think there. Is. And do we think modern art went on past rock and roll, which you're talking? You know, maybe maybe late fifties, early sixties, because the other ones seem to be down towards the seventies or eighty. Michael's given us a lot of time periods that are quite similar in a lot of ways, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, all ending yeah. within fifteen, twenty years of each other. Yeah. No Jurassic. It's a great there, question. It? It's a great question. I think it's probably the suffrage to rock and roll. Suffrage to rock and roll, let's do it. Wait, has he made up one of these time periods? No, they're all they're all accurate. No, it's that, that, Michael probably thinks women's suffrage is made up. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> He's like, oh, that's funny. Which of these suffrage like sci-fi have or I something. made? Which of these women's rights have I made up? So incorrect, Hugh. I mean, you're pretty much spot on with all the dates, but uh, the the era of modern art spans from the 1860s to the 1970s. So it's the first one from the American Civil War to the release of Rapper's Delight in 1979. So I think modern art, would, for, for, for most, I don't know, for the uninitiated, myself included, I would have thought modern art was quote-unquote modern. But actually, it's, Michael, it's not. I, I don't, Michael, I don't care. Uh, tell me when uh, the guillotine was last used <laughs> so and when rock and roll thing, began, right? as far so as you believe. So Star Wars came out in the summer of 1997. And 1977. Last use, 1977. 1977. Yeah, and the last use of the guillotine was I think November 1977 so that was actually the same year which is insane whoa oh so you you, you pulled a, a fast one I did which is probably what they do with the guillotine I suppose <laughs> I guess well, it, it is I guess it is yeah uh, yeah yeah. that's a double that's, that person never got to see Star Wars or got to see who was it. the last person executed by guillotine do we know why uh, it was Han Solo yeah um, okay so uh, don't know anything about modern art question two Anya 
Oh God, it's not in my story the last month. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's a, uh, what did um, you do? Uh, I, um, uh, last year, I've just exited out of, uh, we can't keep this in, it's so horrible. He, he kidnapped, tortured and murdered a 22 year old. Um, so, I mean, he, he, he wasn't going to be for buying, for stealing back sweets. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he loved too much, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. He musicked too much, Michael. God, his nickname was the Pimp Killer. Oh, well, that's. I don't think he was killing pimps, Michael. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Killing. Right, I get he it. He was doing both. <laughs> I get it. He was. It, they he should was have like more a... called him the Killer Pimp, <laughs> which is a flow rider. Well, it's probably it's probably in French though. Le, le Pimp Killer. That sounds amazing. Can... Yeah. What what's kill to kill in France? Oh, maybe yeah. That's like a pimp killer. Two a de bump. Bump to a. Two de proxant. 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 You don't have to. Uh, Don't lose your head tonight. <laughs> your French accent is so thick. Uh, well, it's... does not have to be. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what Are was you... the what was the word he said on on episode Reg- again? Reg- regular. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> it is a regular sort of a thing. Uh, regular. Uh, it's so sometimes it gets a bit uh, a bit Texan though. <laughs> what? I think your version of Will Jackson <laughs> yeah, yeah. gets Texan. I think Will's is all right. How do you think it sounds Texan? Like, it's just a regular Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a regular Texan thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can't argue with that. So we'll say regular in your French voice. Regular. No, you're doing. You're you're being Mr. Smooth now. I'm not. I'm, I'm simply trying my best to. Why uh, do your eyes get so? Uh, because I'm an actor, and uh, you have to uh, do the whole impression in the face. The whole body gets involved. You should see what my bottom is doing right now. It is very embarrassing. <laughs> it is like an abigail. <laughs> I I think I just don't believe there's any skill to acting <laughs> even though it's a comical french accent when will does the french accent you are like 25 percent more attractive well it's amazing well do you I think guess, so yeah. do you do a french accent michael let's see if we can get you up to 27 <laughs> percent <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> go on go on give us a go hello i'm a uh, french also <laughs> is my friend will hello will i ah, bonjour, Michel. i have not seen you since our days in the lassie when we studied ah, yes. mostly maths and not humanities, as I as my understanding um, of the French education system. Yes, and your father was uh, sadly killed in 1977 when <laughs> they finally caught up with him. <laughs> it was a tough day for us all. Hugh, can you do a French accent? accent can you do it in the same pitch that your voice is or not no 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 je ne comprends pas la question c'est trop it is very difficult to 
uh, you sound like um, es- es- a football es- manager es- es- kind of doing the talking head at the end of the match mm-hmm. you know, the kind of hesitancy mm-hmm. and the well, but I did not think that we did enough and no. the team they are very tired after all the there training. you go again very <laughs> regular la defense not not strong enough the the wangers excellent football the strikers the football was spectacular <laughs> so I get made fun of for regular and nothing gets said about spectacular <laughs> <laughs> spectacular oh bon weekend uh, okay <laughs> I, I think the French accent might be the most fun one to do oh wait Okay, so my uh, our second question is: In 1964, who was described by Life magazine as the worst artist in the U.S.? Andy Warhol. No. No. Okay. Um, let's go again. It's you're in the you're in the Jackson Pollock. No. Was he around then? Um, uh, 1964. It's so it's an American artist. American artist, yeah. Man. A man. Bob Dylan. <laughs> no, it's not it's, it's not a trick question. What what I can do is I can give you a clue and tell you one of his famous works. Yeah. Assassination of Kennedy. Zapruder. Oh, is it Zapruder? The guy who filmed the Zapruder tape. What's the Zapruder tape? It's the the video of uh, Kennedy's assassination. His name was Zapruder. Zap Ruder. Yeah, like Zap Ruder. Z- it's like Z-A-P. Flo Rida, Zap Ruder. Yeah, Zap Ruder, yeah. I mean, in many ways, Kennedy should have got low, 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 low. And they would have been all right. I think Kennedy got low plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a man, I'd say, who had a couple of pairs of apple bottom jeans. Would they have worn jeans then? Nah, you would have had to be a farmhand to wear jeans in the 1960s. I'd say a farmhand and a pair of jeans would make you very pink around the edges, would it? <laughs> no. Maybe. Yeah. Or dungarees. No. Dungarees. Michael, you no. would love to be like, oh no, I have to work on this farm and here's Brad and he's in uh, dungarees with no shirt under them <laughs> and one of the straps is open and you both have to clean out the barn <laughs> because there's a storm coming Sorry, in. Who's? I'd say you would who's? love. And then happens. they'll have to shelter there on you. Yeah. But there's just to, like yeah. it's just it's just manly who's, brotherhood. Whose you know fantasy I mean? is this? Look. Okay, yeah, that's what <laughs> no, I and and like you've forgotten your lunch, but he's brought a small pail oh. of of like a bottle of milk, a yeah. sandwich, and he splits it with you. Yeah, and but it's one of those lunch boxes that's like a toolbox. One of those no, ones. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And he gets his tool out. <laughs> oh no! You both, sh- oh. you both share and, a lunch. And he's like, "There's a real haymaker coming in. We'll have to shelter in the barn." <laughs> <laughs> He's a French guy, apparently. Oh, it's a shelter in the barn. Would you like to share my dungarees? Uh, oui, uh, je je, je m'appelle Brad. Uh, je travaille uh, à la farm, uh, cette farm uh, aujourd'hui uh, pour la le vente. Le vente, très grande vente. Uh, Et voici un petit homme. Mm-hmm. Easy. Voici, voici, mon bouquet, mon bouquet de la framboise, un camembert, 
Oh, not I, uh, eh. <laughs> je, je ne suis espagnol, so. Je ne sais pas uh, uh, pourquoi je parle I, no, eh. Michel, voulez-vous de lait? Presumably a native French speaker, he searches a lot for words in his own language, I will say that. Uh, oui, no, mais. Michel, le mot. Le mot parfait. It is worth uh, la hésitation. <laughs> et, uh, je, je suis un person de, de mot de fumo um, et fumé. Uh, 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 oui. Et, et, uh, perhaps. Um... Michael, would you, in the fantasy, would you teach this man to read? <laughs> He'd say, Teach me, Michael. Teach me to read. <laughs> I will share my sandwich with you. No, I'm not comfortable with this. This is this is sort of inserting some kind of power dynamic over the situation that I'm not. No, no, but he's he's physically much more powerful. But now you've made us into George and Lenny. I don't like this. I don't like this. This is not good. Oh God! You have stroking rabbits, and I'm there. Oh God! No, I don't like it. Oh no, no, no! He. He has a good education, but he's better at maths, and he has just asked for some help with the writing. Okay. Mm. And you travel from Germany to tell us this? <laughs> yeah. Like a fellow country, madam, I'd be here. <laughs> Michael, you'd love, and and then you're you would be showing him how to sound out the words in your fingers with brush on the page. Maybe maybe a battered copy of *Of Mice and Men*. This is I, I I okay I reject this hypothesis entirely that I want to spend time in a storm uh, in a barn with a burly illiterate farmhand okay I never said burly okay. so okay, okay. Yes. You know. well I I saw him as very burly yeah, yeah. I'm imagining what are those things like that you see in like a midwestern farm it's kind of like a spinning thing on like a kind of a a pylon sort of situation a wind a wind vane or a wind yeah one of those things yeah, yeah i and, and you, you by day you toil in the hot sun yeah, okay but by night the sun sets and <laughs> you toil with some hot buns <laughs> it's into the barn for some phonetics and hot buns <laughs> Can we have... so what, what what was the artist's most famous work <laughs> oh god <laughs> Is this? Yeah. <laughs> the artist's most famous work is Drowning Girl, hmm. oh, which that, you've definitely seen. You definitely know. Absolutely it. killed the mood there, didn't it? Is that the uh, one of that's meant to be of Ophelia from Hamlet? Oh, it's one of the pimp killer's victims, I think, wasn't it? Uh, is it meant to be of Ophelia from Hamlet? I most Drowning Girls are meant to be Ophelia from Hamlet, aren't they? I see what you mean, but I, I, I don't, I don't know that. Can you so show us so. the picture? Yeah. Um. Okay. So for, if you're listening along and you want to see, well, it probably ruined the, the thing for you. So maybe maybe we could describe maybe we could describe it. It looks quite um, comic booky. Uh, this is a oh. this is a, a picture. So I think you guys Jack know Kirby. This. Think of think so think European it, principalities, guys. Come on, Jack Kirby. No, no. Think of uh, uh, and it's it's a woman with blue hair in a caught a bit of wave and she's saying in a speech well I don't care. I'd rather sink than call Brad for help. Microstates, microstates yeah. in Europe, Hugh. You got this what he's named after one of them yes or possibly the other. Oh, Lichten, Lichtenstein yes Will yep but I gotta need a first name like come uh, on Vatican City Lichtenstein Roy Lichtenstein yes Roy Lichtenstein well done Will oh yeah. my god Whoa. yeah well done 
didn't know I had that knowledge. I, I, I kind of always in my head mix him up a bit about Andy Warhol, but yeah, he was famous for what's known as uh, pop art. And you'll find the drowning girl in It's known museum. as pop art. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very, I suppose, popular. But it's actually called I, pop art because it's meant to pop. Now, is it is it pop is it, is it Deirdre, what's your problem with pop art? Do you not like the pop art? Is pop art... I quite like it, I actually. would rather that the drowning girl was portrayed yes. in a different way, maybe. In would... which, well, if Monet did some drowning girls now, oh, yeah. and she'd be There's... a fuzzy little girl. Oh, that would be lovely. Lilies. There'd be a lot more flowers, wouldn't there? It'd be much nicer on the eyes. It'd be less pop and more floof. <laughs> and I like floof and there's nothing wrong with floof there's nothing uh, wrong with excuse it excuse me j'ai le floof uh, Michel uh, oh. Michel uh. how did you get into our barn we were watching two lovely men have sex <laughs> <laughs> and they I have to say there was nothing poppy about that they were very no. floofy muted colours and all like a it? feather duster I could tell it was beautiful stuff it was the romantic period in many ways yeah um, do you think pop art is to art what pop tarts are to tarts is that a fair comparison <laughs> or no have you ever had a pop tart I love I well, think I, yeah. I think that's the best co- comparison that's what Shakespeare should have written instead of if music be the food of love play on yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. pop art be to pop tarts are to tart <laughs> <laughs> i love a pop tart yeah okay Lichtenstein. right he was uh, he was never allowed in uh, uh german beer halls because he'd always lick 10 steins carry on <laughs> well, well done question or maybe that's what the germans love question three i'm going to give you three Uh, i have a problem with this representation actually because uh, i do not like it when people come into our establishments and lick the glasses no No, this is not not in any way (laughs) (laughs) i prefer my steins to be eins by dry Oh, you went really, you oh. went really Nazi camp there. That was amazing. Uh, don't put those words. That's inappropriate. Okay, no, I hear it now. I hear it. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Question Can't three. The German just be camp, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Question three. I... I, I even German camp doesn't sound great. <laughs> um. Question three. I'm going oh. to give you three. I've been to. No, I haven't been to German camp. But I was at French camp. I've been to a German camp. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've mentioned oh, what, before what, that I get quite. What, what? Which camp? Buchenwald. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> go on. Go on, Hugh. I was going to say one of the kids in school pointed out because I've mentioned before that I do get quite camp, particularly when talking to younger children in the school, but possibly talking to any yeah. of I don't know what is. I, I get Francis Brennan, is what I get, like, yeah. you know? I yeah. couldn't tell you what's going on here at all. But um, <laughs> but one of the kids kind of pointed it out to me today. She said, Mr. O'Connor, you're kind. I don't know what I'd said. I said, you need to be putting those things away. Okay. <laughs> those questions are never going to go with sort of thing. I don't know what you're talking about at all. But now I tell you, don't. We'll do a lovely line of sheets for you. And I've a new book coming out in the autumn. Um, but she did. She sort of said, Mr. O'Connor, why are your hands going like that? I was like, listen, that's. 
That's, maybe that's the real me, you know? <laughs> Michael, you know what? I'm, ju- I'm just so conscious that we get to the end of this quiz, we should talk about modern art. <laughs> yeah, you, so, like so... avoiding the subject that we chose for this week. Question three. Okay, I'm going to give you three art movements. Two are real. One is made up. The splits. Which one have I made up? Okay. <laughs> so. Get, getting low. And stacking the shelves. <laughs> Starting the lawnmower. Big fish, little fish, cardboard box. <laughs> le poisson grand, le poisson petit, le. Um, box. Box de, de, de bodycarde. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, three, three movements. Two, two uh, real, one made up. First is the incoherence. Originating at the end of the 19th century... The purpose of this movement was to make fun of the art that already existed. Uh, This includes the 1883 piece, The First Communion of Anemic Young Girls in the Snow by Alphonse Allais, which is simply a white square. Then there's the Appleby School, a movement... I thought you love a white square, Michael, do you? (laughs) I guess I kind of am one, in a way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, you went that way. I was thinking more town meeting point for clansmen but yeah go ahead no. oh, okay thanks you <laughs> so movement number two the appleby school a movement using only items found in the natural environment one of the more controversial works was circle of life apple which school. consisted of a live squirrel tied to a wooden stake that can't be real and then les les automatistes From the day we a movement which originated in canada wherein the artist tries to suppress conscious control over creation of the artwork for example painting blindfolded he's about to die what's it called he's michael tied to a wooden stay I-, I could not hear it because the it's a man sing- singing the squirrel of life and it's really <laughs> awful <laughs> Squirrel was grey, but now he's red. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Carry on. Sorry, everybody. I didn't listen to a word. Les automatistes. Oh, okay, okay. So. And what was it? What was it? They painted blind <laughs> or something, was it? Okay, okay. Well, I'll, was yeah, it? I'll painting, just, I'll painting just... doing stuff. What was it? <laughs> yeah, it was painting doing stuff. Welcome yeah. back to painting and doing stuff. <laughs> My name's Peter, and today I'll be telling you how to paint and do stuff. I'm joined today by Leslie. Hi, Leslie. How are you? How are you, Will? Good to see you. Great. What are we going to paint today, Leslie? Today we're going to paint a car. We're going to paint a whole car. But shush, don't tell it, because it's Michael's mum whose car we're painting, and she hates the colour pink. Ah. Oh. <laughs> And what stuff are we going to be doing 
today, Peter? That's a really good question. The stuff we're going to be doing is cocaine just before we come on stage, and then afterwards we're going to be sad about our life choices. Ha ha! But in the middle, <laughs> we're going to be teaching you how to make a little thing that can look at the solar eclipse. But shh, I think I hear Michael's mum coming. Oh, Let's no. hide behind the car. Let's hide behind... Oh, no. It's all just wet paint. I'm covered in pink. Oh, That's no. been another episode of Painting and Doing Stuff. Tune in next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, Peter and Leslie later have... Um, Yes. Like, they, they, they go to the barn. <laughs> I was, was going to say end up in rehab, but oh, yeah, be yeah, at the yeah. barn is getting pretty full, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I count. I count so far seven people yeah, in the that's barn. Not what Michael wants in the barn. The whole point is it's isolated and it's just. Can you believe it's just the two of us here in the barn? <laughs> yeah, it's not as fun if Leslie, Leslie, and Peter are. I think we need to give this barn a paint job. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever called it a paint job. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, Michael, what did the automatists do? So the automatists, uh, there was a movement which originated in Canada wherein the artist tries to suppress conscious control over creation of the artwork. For example, painting blindfolded. Mm. Well, the incoherence kind of makes sense because, or at least, sorry, I mean, Michael obviously could have done this, but like the, the time period he's given us fits in with the impressionists and therefore if they're making fun i guess the idea that it would be this incoherent blurry stuff might be well deduced you although he did just say it's a white square which is very impressionist but maybe so maybe that um the squirrel mm. and the steak michael's uh, michael's pretty cruel to animals so like maybe he just <laughs> like that one himself um mm. and the automatists painting and doing stuff I've forgotten what the squirrel... Will we just say the squirrel... You didn't think the squirrel was real on you, did you? Well, I think the first one's not real. I can't remember what it was, but I thought it was the funniest one. Jesus. <laughs> I think there's the squirrel steak one that's made up. Right, Michael. Squirrel steak, you made it up. Yeah, I did make that one up. Yeah, so that that is the end of the quiz, guys. Um, <laughs> okay. Wherein we demonstrated a, a weak grasp of modern art uh, and the premise of the episode, I would say. Um, but, you know... That's that's cool. I mean, we've we've done we've done more with less in previous episodes. So, Michael, why did you choose this subject for us to do? I, I think it was sort of a group a group call. Mm, the... Nope, it wasn't really. I, I know that's how you process. Yeah, that, that's that is you send things out, Michael, and then the world wait for the world to send them back, but then just assume that you just keep sending more stuff out. <laughs> you just keep emitting spores, I suppose. Um, Ew, spores is horrible. But that's how Michael deals with it. But. Michael, the other thing is, speaking of it, I mean, I checked in on the on the Legitimate Likes WhatsApp group, which obviously is on permanent mute, um, and there were however many Hugh, messages... Is it actually? There were however many messages coming through, Hugh. but Michael, it was just you, message after message, being like, okay, so we're doing this on modern art. I guess what we really mean is actually contemporary art, isn't it? No response. <laughs> or maybe do we mean postmodern art? Is that what we're talking about here? Actually, I guess it is. And then at some point, oh, you just said, shut up, Michael, we're doing modern art. So... Yeah. So, 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 okay. So, look to put it in context, right? So, modern art, as we said, ran from the eighteen sixties to the nineteen seventies. It began with people 
as far back as Van Gogh through Picasso and then right up to, you know, your Warhols, your Lichtensteins, etc. So it includes Cezanne, but it also includes the famous, I don't know, there's a, there's a, a the black square, which is basically a, a paint, uh, a, a square of black paint uh, by Malevich. And then, as I say, up to up, up to pop art and takes in people like uh, Jackson Pollock and abstract impressionism. After that, then, so that's modern art. Then you have contemporary art, which is basically the period since the nineteen kind of the nineteen fifties um, onwards. And then, possibly the type of art that we thought we were going to talk about is things like the conceptual art movement, uh, which is, for example, the Fountain by Marcel Duchamp, which is basically a urinal with some graffiti on it placed on its side. Possibly that's what we thought we were going to talk about, but I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? So I, I think when we think of modern art, we think of the kind of crazy art installations, yeah. you know, more than the, the, more than the paintings. Yeah. The, sh- the shark Precisely. and formaldehyde, exactly. So I was surprised to learn that modern art actually only covers the, the 1860s to the yeah. 70s. There you go. Yeah. As you say, maybe it's conceptual art. Maybe that's what we actually are talking about today. But I don't know. Will you? What are we talking about? But what was the point, though, that when modern art was modern, that like when Van Gogh painted... The sunflowers. I mean, it was obviously very different to the the kind of art that was happening. Yeah. So maybe, maybe the kind of art we're talking about is art that that shocks, yeah, or surprises or titillates mm. when it comes out. Does anyone else? Let's say if you do go to a new gallery in your city and you know that this is supposed to be this is a claimed artwork and you're looking at it and it's not doing anything for you, does anyone else feel a tremendous sense of guilt <laughs> that that no, you can't appreciate I, it? No, I I don't. I'm like I, I, I think art is, is as subjective as anything gets. I don't care. If there's something I like, I like it. If there's something I don't like, like whatever. You know, good luck to you. Like what you like, you know? Mm, just me then with the guilt, yeah. with the art guilt. So you, you feel guilty to the that you don't appreciate? I, yeah, I feel like, you know, obviously if there's uh, all, all this acclaim behind it and sort of uh, critical praise and prestige around it and then you're right there looking at it and you can't appreciate it maybe that's just something about you it's not that you can't appreciate it michael you know what's the point of art then if mm. that's not art if the point of art is you're just like someone's told me this is good so i'll go and look at it and think it's good you know yeah what's the point yeah. of that you know yeah i don't know i i have that feeling sometimes when i watch something where i go oh i or i look at a piece of art and i'm like i guess i don't get it and not having confidence in being like, mm. oh, I just don't really like it. It's okay to not yeah. like mm. something. Yeah. You see, I'm very conscious of the fact that I have a very, and I do like art, but I've, I feel I have a very narrow field of what I, what I actually like. Like, I like dark, romantic landscapes, I would say. I okay. don't like any people in my art at okay. all. I don't want to see. There's a lovely barn that I think would very dark, your mind. very romantic. But yeah, very like romantic. I want, I want dark, stormy seas and things like that. I don't, I don't want to see any people in my paintings most okay. of the time. Now it doesn't okay. mean now I, I, for, I do think when you get a when you get a bit more information. I went to a Cezanne exhibition a couple of years ago in Chicago, and that was amazing because I, I was like, oh, your man with the fruit not interested you know don't like still life really but then first of all not all his stuff is still life and is he wearing apple bottom jeans it must have been <laughs> there were, yeah, yeah there are apple bottoms everywhere but um but yeah i guess you know getting the audio tour and hearing about the history of how it all works like that is interesting but ultimately yeah my Cezanne the Cezanne painted that i liked i liked his landscapes i didn't like the bells of root you know so there michael a bit of a busman's holiday for you, seeing a bowl of fruit, isn't it? That's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what about you? Do you go to art galleries? Not, not very much, but look, I'm not against it. I'd go. 
I, I used to go a lot when we went on family holidays and I remember going to the Museum of Modern Art. I think it was in Barcelona and I was I was like 12 and I was really angry because some of the stuff I really liked and then there was, I hated Juan Miro. I still hate Juan yeah. Miro. I think Juan Miro is a, an idiot and a charlatan because I went and saw his painting. that It was a, the, the, the single male cell or something and it was a huge canvas with just a big line across it. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. And I'm sure that the wider context, I, I probably would have understood something. And I, I like getting a bit of wider context and understanding something and changing my mind about something. I'm like, oh, that wasn't interesting enough. I think where, but, for some of the interesting stuff, particularly with the conceptual, like take the shark in formaldehyde, you know? And obviously, you know, I suppose the whole thing I would, I would sometimes be guilty of saying is like, you know, anyone could do that. Mm. And obviously the argument against that is that Yes, but they didn't. And you know, Damien Hurst yeah. did it or whatever. But I suppose... Or one of Damien Hurst's many, many assistants did well, it under well, his name. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose it's... it's. But of course, if he had the design for it. But yeah, I suppose I'm kind of like, if the piece of art is something that if you came up and told me to assemble it, I could do it. I'm unwilling to believe yeah. how amazing it is. You know? <laughs> Whereas like, if Cezanne came to me and was like, paint that fruit there like I would... Obviously, I couldn't do that, you know. Yeah. So, so this is I was I was thinking about this a lot in anticipation of this this episode, and I think the tension around conceptual art. And look, the the important thing about it is the idea that you are expressing, the concept that you're expressing, the effect that that has on the person who's looking at it, right? And that means that often it can be executed in a very perfunctory manner, right? So, it doesn't really matter how the effect is achieved. It doesn't matter if Damien Hurst himself himself uh, pickles the shark as long as the uh, it's executed then it will have the the effect that he, he desires the problem with that is i think for many people is that it is just less impressive if it's something you think you could do yourself you know like drawing a line across a, a sheet or a square on a canvas you know but often often the arresting thing about those things is the scale of it as well yeah. Yeah. so like okay i could sit down in my house and i can draw a line on an a4 sheet of paper but like a lot of the time you're looking at stuff that's either like physically enormous yeah. or like I, I, I again you're back in the barn then <laughs> physically well, enormous. not everything in that barn is enormous Hugh, and that's okay <laughs> and, and also the fact that you're often the, the setting that you're looking at in like a lot of this art isn't designed to be displayed in your house mm. it's like where you go to see it so yeah. like a lot of the time these art galleries are in and of themselves attractions like moma or the tape modern mm. or like they're it's there's something and it's the shared experience of it like when you go to see the mona lisa it's inherently so disappointing mm. but it's such a trip to be like looking at the Mona Lisa with all these other tourists yeah crammed into a space yeah, 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 and you're trying to yeah. share this experience yeah. and to be honest I'm very unaffected by visual art mm. like I, I'm not a I'm not a I'm a much more of a music person than an art mm -hmm. person so in a million years guys I could be in Paris Rome Barcelona I'm not going to an art gallery no you wouldn't really I'm terrible I'm terrible I'm such a philistine I'm such a philistine yeah. But that's also, that's okay too. Like it's, mm. it's not uh, really a, a problem. Because I, I think that uh, even though it's obviously fun to be a curmudgeon about it, but I do think it is kind of, it's kind of like when people say, oh, I don't like musicals or I don't like films. I'm like, mm, you can't, you, you've really, like conceptual art, there will be some conceptual art that you like. Yeah. It, you just haven't seen it. And some of it will wind you up and be like, that's terrible. But it's also, if you don't like it, you'd have to go to the thing. I will say I'd be a lot quicker, if I had to go to a gallery, I'd be a lot quicker to go to a quote unquote modern art gallery or something with installations mm. and i remember the first time i was ever like actually like, struck almost literally by a piece of art was going to see you know andy warhol's silver clouds anyone ever seen yeah. that no so i went to see that in the 
Irish Museum of Modern Art and it's kind of like am I right guys it's like a room with like these inflated silver pillowcases mm. in it but they're they use a proprietary blend of helium so they never stick to the ceiling they're kind of wafting around the room oh that's cool which is very cool yeah yeah and they're like kind of being buffeted along on like the currents of air in the room and stuff like I remember just being like oh th- but this is so fun like this is cool like it's yeah. amazing so I, I, I love anything that has any sense where you can be placed into the art I'll always really enjoy yeah and I think that is cool whereas again I think the bit that annoys me is it's not even the shark in the tank because th- I didn't see it and that must have been amazing to be to be in a room with this like dinosaur of a fish basically you know but I think like do you remember Hearst did the thing a year or so ago where he was burning his art he was saying you could you could he was selling NFTs and you could either take the NFT or take an art piece but then the art piece would be burned if you took the NFT or something like that and it's like I just think this is so self-serving and yeah it's kind of divorced like, from any any uh you know real production or real yeah skill, and also right? it's like okay well you can well it, you see what there he had they were all artworks that he'd created mm. and they were meant in total they were meant to be worth like 10 million or something but then it's like he's probably worth a billion so this doesn't feel like i don't know yeah the doubts that people have about many sort of uh, abstract artists as well can you actually really paint right are you just doing something i could do but if you look at the the evolution of picasso he started out as a much more um uh, sort of orthodox artist so he, he well he said yeah. himself he he could draw like Raphael yeah. but it took him his life to it took him a lifetime to paint like well, a he child basically, he basically decided oh, cool. that, yeah. that he wanted to um to only express things through what cubes triangles and circles wasn't that it and so he he, he confined himself. that's like something you would say Michael <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it but I that's that's incredible all to of have our that. food all of our experience should be expressed in geometric form <laughs> But even like it's interesting. Even somebody like is it Peter Bruegel? Mm. Uh, is he one of the? Is he a Dutch master mm, here or a, yeah. whatever? But, but I think he would have done like uh, paintings of ordinary people doing ordinary things, which in and of itself was like a big departure from what painting was. So I, I guess the point is there's something to be said for going for the complicated to the simple, and that's I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, guys, I know I know we're not a final final judgments, but I, I want to make a bold statement, right? And this is kind of coming down in favor of conceptual or postmodern. I will art. only be talking in binary code. <laughs> um, I think there are only two things that make us human and separate us from the animals, and that art is one of them because our art is pure expression of an idea, which is without the ones that without any other purpose. Um, you know, you're doing something to express an idea. I don't think any other species that we're aware of does that right you know yeah what's the second thing shoes shoes as well you'll never see any other animals wearing shoes horses pockets have you ever seen horses not not lacy up shoes hugh no you didn't say lacy up shoes just because you've learned how to tie lacy up shoes doesn't mean you can lord it over the rest of us velcro lacy up yeah if you guys could have uh if you could have a work of art modern Postmodern or otherwise, a world class work of art for your house. What are you picking? It's a great question. For me, I'd go for the meeting in the stairs. Is that, the meeting is that what's called Hugh in the from the National Gallery? Mm. I, I would like that. I think I could look at that all day. Sylvie. What what period of time are we beholden to? 
Oh, you can take anything you oh, want. Oh, no, any time. Anything you want. I've given you the keys to the Prado, the Louvre, the, the Musée d'Orsay. The, the c- ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. We can, we can move it in, Will. You can, I can, we, can, we can chisel that fresco off. No problem. Well, the, the actual answer is, like a, is actually a bit of a sad one, which is there's an artist called Barley Beale who passed away a couple of years ago who's only like 32, who was an amazing, amazing art, artist, amazing painter, just painted these incredibly beautiful, vivid, slightly surreal portraits. And I, I think he's incredible. And he was a, a friend of a friend. And he'd always say, big love, and was amazing. So everyone should look up Barley Beale because uh, his stuff is brilliant and every so often they do uh, reprints and sales of stuff so go to Barley Beal I think it's BarleyBeal.com B-E-A-L-E Well I'm looking at it now and it's amazing this re- this is a top recommendation from Will this is some beautiful artworks yeah, it, he's, it's just really really beautiful yeah. and I'd really love to have uh, a piece of his oh wow these are amazing Yeah, uh, but the joke answer oh Tracy Emin's bed ha 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 well, didn't that be a joke answer? Oh, I just, I just, I was being sincere for a second and I, I got allergic to it. I, I think I would actually love to have a room. I think I would love to have a silver clouds in my house and I'd just be like, guys, <gasps> do you want to go and have a coffee in the silver clouds room? That'd be very cool. Yeah. Wouldn't that if, be magical? If you had, if you were like filthy rich and just had like an estate, just having a room with a big, I'd like the 40 part motet. Oh, the 40 part motet is 40 speakers that are, um, yeah. are 40 different, like, they they basically recorded people singing a song, uh, and recorded them all on individual microphones. It's like an eleven minute piece, and the speakers are spaced exactly where the singers were standing, and each individual speaker just plays that one person's part. Very cool. And it's like walking around a song, it like walking in a piece of music. It's amazing. My friend Ed Bergen introduced me to it. Very cool. That's very cool. Hugh, what are you bringing home? See, I'm so traditional and old fashioned. I'm just probably getting the painting some kind, haven't I? Um, no, that's okay what are you going for well there may be not that I love everything by Gaudi but the Gaudi garden if that was my back garden in Barcelona is the Gaudi gardens yeah which I absolutely <laughs> loved even more than more than the Sagrada Familia I loved wandering around his garden so if that was my back garden I could play a bit of you know play a bit of cricket in the, in the Gaudi gardens um, in terms of a painting I'd love going over to your house imagine having a yeah. barbecue wouldn't that be great you'd get lost we'd be losing people I'm, 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 I'm absolutely I do for, have yeah. a few favourite paintings I love so my favourite painting in the gallery which is now on I think it's on loan to France or it might be on loan from France the gallery and it's back in France it's by this woman Rosa Bonner and it's just called A Stag or The Stag and it's a stag in uh, some woodland. Loads of people are getting smashed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loads, loads, loads. Rosa Bonheur, pretty cool. So I think she was she was um, painting in the mid-1800s, but she had to get a dispensation. She was gay, but she also had to get a dispensation from the French police to paint while wearing trousers. Because obviously uh. you wouldn't have been allowed to wear trousers as a woman. What a ridiculous idea. Pai uh, la femme. So... <laughs> I mean, Will, I don't know if... Is the is the prefect du police who was going to take that application, is he here tonight? <laughs> oh, oui. Yes, uh, I'm right there. Um, excuse me. Yes, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here on... No, I'm here on behalf of, of Rosa. She's actually asked me, her Irish friend, to come along and make the application for her. Um, ah, is there any good, chance yeah. Rosa would be able to wear some, some trousers, some briefs ah, when of she's course, uh, painting? Of course, some slacks. I have these very beautiful uh, palm bottom jeans <laughs> over here that she could have uh, <laughs> if she would like these. Um, the only caveat would be that she has to uh, wear no top. Okay, thank you so much. Enjoy. <laughs> There's your dispensation. Thank you very much. 
So yeah, that's my favorite painting. But I mean, I do actually, I have a print of it, so that's probably good enough for the moment. There's a great <laughs> Jack B. Yates one. I'm not a obviously I think Jack B. Yates' stuff is cool, but I'm not a massive fan of it. But there's an amazing one called Morning in the City, and it's kind of a very abstract sort of cityscape. And there's a guy in the middle of it in the front with all this kind of very very blurry bustly city stuff and it's kind of redsy purpley colors going on behind him i think that's very cool um do you know what i was so annoyed about will our olympics episode which you should go back and listen to because Sue's kempner is on it and it's absolutely amazing but we run yeah. through a lot of the irish olympic medals but i did not mention that jack b yates won a silver medal for painting yeah what for painting Top in the much. olympics it used to be the back. case that if you painted it had to be you had to paint a sporting scene and uh, you could win a medal for it. And I don't know, was it for the Liffey Swim? But it was for one of his paintings anyway. He got the Silver Olympic medal. Wow. Mm. There you go. Go back and listen to that episode and imagine Hugh saying that. Yeah. One minute and 45 seconds in. <laughs> Michael, what art would you be bringing home? Just a mirror. <laughs> I'd take anything by Mark Chagall. Guys, before we get to final judgments, we've had a lot of chat. I think I just want to pep things up with a little bit of energy. Uh, here, so Anya, I'm going to give you 40 seconds, okay? You've got what? you've got 40 seconds, right? Okay, I want you to list. I want you to list a a man's name for every letter of the alphabet. Okay, you understand the task? 40 seconds, go. Albert, Bertie, Carl, David, Ellen, Norm, Frank. Gary, you're on the clock. Um, you're on the clock Henry, here. come on. Igor, uh, Carl again with a K. K, K, K L. Laurie, um, Martin, Marl, Norbert. Oops. Uh, <laughs> you got nine seconds. You got nine seconds. Pa- Paris. Uh, a B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q. Okay, no, Quentin. No, Quentin. No. I feel like you missed J. As Got well. as far as Q. I think you did two eyes. Um, but uh, okay, we'll look. We'll revisit that challenge in future episodes. <laughs> what? What was that? What was that? Yeah, all right. Sorry. Uh, final judgments. What? I want you to make one of the others do it. But maybe, maybe sometime. Oh, I need to. See, I need to see if Hugh can beat me. I need to see if Hugh can beat me. Hugh, you got thirty Start seconds. Probably has to be a different challenge. Thirty. Thirty no. seconds of women. No, women's got, name. No, no four, thirty seconds of women. No, forty no, seconds. I, forty seconds. I have every confidence in Hugh. What? Thirty seconds and women's names. Hugh, you ready? Yeah. Go. Annie, Beatrice, Carlotta, Debbie, Esmeralda, uh, Francesca, Gronia, Helen. Isold, uh, Jemima, Catherine, Letitia, uh, Melisande, uh, Nina, Ophelia, Portia. Uh, uh, oh, 22 oh, seconds. It's the queue. It's the queue. Uh, I'm going to make one up. Quirella, uh, Ruth. 30 seconds. Sylvia, Tanya, Uzbekistan, uh, Violet, Winona. Uh, yay and Zeralda. Well done, it's Hugh. Perfect. You see, Anya, that's how it's well done. done you. Never Michael, I want alive. you to do the men's names. The men's so Lava's back. Maybe in a future episode. Nice. Una. Will... I guess Una was right there, wasn't it? The, Sorry, this, Una. It's it's gotta be a surprise challenge, yeah. so Will and I will revisit yeah, this no, at, a, at a that's future true. episode. Do another time. Yeah. Oh, I love... <laughs> 
<laughs> you oh, guys you know I'm going to come to every recording with a list of men's names next to my next to my mic. <laughs> it's going to be awkward when your wife finds that list, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? And just a doodling. A, and some of them are crossed a, a off. A doodle of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, could you could you do cities? Oh, cities with with I'm better on countries probably than cities. Cities with letters of the alphabet. Can, can I please time them doing okay, this one? Please. Okay. So when, okay, 40 tell seconds. Tell me when to start. <laughs> Please. Okay, for, 40 seconds, okay? Yeah. Now, cities, go. Amsterdam, Beirut, Cork, Djibouti City. Um, <laughs> Not uh, Dublin, no. No, it's uh, fine. Elsinor- Elsinore's Castle and Hamlet, I'll take it. Uh, Frankfurt, um, Gothenburg, Helsinki, uh, Ithaca. It's from the Odyssey. Look it up. It's a book. Um, it's in New York as well. Uh, uh, Jakarta, uh, Kiev, Kiev, um, uh, Lviv. Let's stay in Ukraine. Uh, uh, oh, the- Maripol. Yeah, Maripol. Maripol. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nicosia. No, Nicosia. You're done. You're done. You're cooked. You're fourteen. Cut. Fourteen. Oh. God, at least I'm paying attention to what's going on in Eastern Europe, though. Am I right? Yeah. yeah that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Onya, why, why do you feel you needed you to... I, I felt like you were very... You felt she refreshed felt once you were back in yeah. control there. It's because yeah. you didn't like be on the co-host side. You wanted to be back on the producer well, side. Well, I just felt it just made me look like a... F- and I don't like that you, you you two are beyond reproach. Uh, maybe in a future episode you can spring it on us. Well, I, I, don't, I don't want to say this phrase, but I can't give myself one. <laughs> okay, can, we, can, I, can you know. I give you one? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you never ask Onya. This is modern art, I would say. We moved to final judgments. I was having yeah. a really good time. Yeah, I know. You're a good, good time, Cal. We'll, we'll have a good time again sometime. <laughs> Hugh, modern art, or whatever it was that we talked about. Do we like it? Yeah, I think this is a hard one. Um, look, and making any judgment on art, I think, is probably ridiculous, because I do think it's, it's just the most subjective thing you can possibly come across and, and like music like there's types of music that i think are absolute tripe but if you hear it at a time when it means something to you you know michael's picked up his phone just to like read his texts you know just about to say something meaningful and michael's like jesus christ start the timer michael's trying to name every what no what what michael's done has been like my role is finished i could just switch off yeah. now i don't Where's have my to do role? anything else i've still got about half foot left <laughs> Um, For the listener, Hugh just brought up a bread roll and pointed it at the camera. I was going to mention, though, because I think one of the things that was interesting, and Anya mentioned it, and we talked about it a bit, is the, the message that an artist has and the message that you take from art. And I think both of those things, they can be totally different. And going back to that portrait prize, what I thought was the most impressive portrait was this picture of an old woman in her slippers in and, and other clothes. Sorry. <laughs> this is going to be less funny when I describe more about it. Um, but she's sitting there in her garden in California and it was painted a few years back, but it was a painting of Annie Murphy. And I will, you won't know who Annie Murphy is, but Annie Murphy was a woman who had an affair with Bishop Casey. Bishop Casey, like, mm. there have been some not great people involved in that particular line of work in Ireland. Bishop Casey was a pretty bad guy. Like, let's just uh, be clear. He did, yeah. did lots of bad things. But also, he had this affair with Annie Casey, had a son with her, totally denied it. She got an... Did you say Murphy earlier? Is it Casey the or Bishop Murphy? Bishop is Casey. She's Murphy. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't. Oh, he didn't sorry, make yeah, an sorry. honest woman of Veronica. I'm afraid. You know. No. No. And then, like, okay. and she was on the Late Late Show in the '90s at one point and got this terrible abuse for criticism for telling the truth about it all. I think Gay Byrne said that if if your son turns out to be half the man that Bishop Casey was, he'll be a lucky man or something like that. Which I guess would mean he'd only be half a sex criminal. But whatever. Um. But. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I suppose you see it's a painting of an old woman and yet actually it has all this meaning behind it. It has all this powerful story behind it and that just makes it something else that you wouldn't necessarily see straight away. That's the input from the artist. You have your own takeaway from it. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it made an impact on me clearly. I'm not a big fan of conceptual art. I'm not a big fan of like modern 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 art i like that 1860s to 1950s period probably the earlier ones i'm more traditional older than that but yeah art like conceptual post is it a legitimate like conceptual postmodern art is a legitimate like wow even though i don't even wow. though i do not even wow. though i do not like it you heard it but here it's first, legitimate folks. for someone else to like it because it's art God, magnanimous words yeah. from yeah. you it goes to will Art's brilliant because don't ever fucking go hating it. What? Just. Oh, don't. I love it. No, he's, he's doing it. Shh, stop. Just continue. <laughs> Keep. No, just. Wait. Art's brilliant because don't Forget. ever fucking go hating it. Just continue liking many numerous objective pieces this is exceptional quintessentially <laughs> right sometimes unbelievably no viewers will oh, I get what he's doing examine I get what he's doing exonerate <laughs> examine your certain pieces of art. Michael, it took you 24 letters yep. to get there. Yeah, 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 it did. I decoded <sighs> it, though. Um, yeah, I think art is a legitimate, like, uh, conceptual and modern art. It's great. I think it's it's fun to make fun of it, but isn't that... Uh, it's all subjective response. It's all there to create response. I think it's often an endeavour of the privileged, but I, I think it can give voice to the voiceless, and uh, it's cool. It's a bit much it's, for us to I talk about all... the endeavours of the privileged being... <laughs> I mean, oh, that could, that's what this could be called. Ah, welcome back to Endeavours of the Privilege. That's my career, mate. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's easy to dismiss it. I like it. I think it's, it's nice to change the world around you and go and feel stuff. So please step into the barn with me. <laughs> Michael and Onya, would you have gone the same Oh, way? absolutely. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I'm talking about it. Um... That's it. <laughs> I love talking about I, it. No, I I, 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 was surprised at how much I enjoyed. Yeah, this wouldn't discussion. darken the door of an art gallery, but you do like talking about it. Onya wants the gallery to come to her. <laughs> Onya wants the art to be in her home. Onya believes the true art yeah, yeah. is in the people around us. Yeah. Oh. oh. I, I would love if uh, there was a service like kind of delivery where once a week a new priceless piece of art would be brought to my home and I could live with it for a That's week. That's nice. Mm. So Venus to Milo on this Monday, then the week after we're going to do the thinking Rodin's yeah. Man, yeah. thinking man. A uh, week after that we'll get in um, uh, the sunflowers, and uh, then I'll you know I'll, yeah bring the gallery to me. Very nice. You know. Well, we've painted some things <laughs> and we've done something. I'm Leslie. Thank you so He's much Peter. for listening to this podcast. 
Leslie, what are you going to do on your days off? Probably drink a lot of vodka, <laughs> Peter. Ha 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 ha. Leslie has two kids. Hugh, thank you for co-hosting as always. If you've enjoyed listening to Legitimate Likes, how? <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, <laughs> it's a great podcast. You should listen to it more. Michael was the producer. Ornia was also the producer. I'm the troubled co-host, Will. <laughs> and join us next time for more Legitimate Likes. He was here as All well. Right. Bye. Back to Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye. Like and subscribe. Did somebody uh, close that barn door? Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Woo! Michael, Bye. we're here for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Where have my apple bottom jeans gone? <laughs> they were around my waist, but now they're low, 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 low. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.